episode of Design and Style. We are a podcast for designers by designers. I am one of your co-hosts, Dixie, with Dixie Willard Design. With me, as always, is the lovely effervescent Rachel with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. I love that's my effervescent move. If you're listening on iTunes, you're missing my effervescent. Yeah, you've got to go hand, check it out. Hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> And today we are so excited. We have the famous. Who are you? You're podcast famous. You're totally. Oh, all right. Podcast famous. famous. Okay. <laughs> I was starstruck, starstruck to get to meet you in Atlanta. I think it was. I was like, you know, that was so much fun, Dix. We had such a good time. So much fun. Yeah. I wonder I guess if we should tell people who. Yeah. Who you like, are. They probably know that voice by now. If there's a designer listening, I talk some more and see if they know. <laughs> <laughs> but for the one or two people who don't know, we have Luann Nigara. Um, Luann is the co-owner of Window Works and the host of the world-renowned, <laughs> it's got to be, right? <laughs> world-renowned, five-star rated podcast, A Well-Designed Business. Hey, ladies. How are you? Great. We are so happy to be here with you. So I was super jealous when you guys were down in Atlanta. Dixie I know. was hanging out kept, with all the kids. I know. I know. But, you know, I had time with, uh, you know, Rachel and L.A. last year. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I get FOMO. That's the thing. I was texting Dixie. I was like, are you still there? I know you're driving home tonight. She's like. No, no. You know, you know she like stayed all hours of the night. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're having a six hour ride? Like it's 6.30. Yeah, let's just go to dinner. Oh, great. Come to dinner. You're staying for the whole dinner? Yeah. We're having after dinner drinks and dessert. Are you staying? Yeah, the heck with it. <laughs> That's what people don't know about Dixie, man. She is game. I, I just love me some Dixie. That's so, I'm That's so glad good. you guys got to to hang out with her. I mean, you couldn't pull away though. Is you, you and me and Mark and uh, Sandra, Sandra and, there was Sarah. and Pia and Nancy. You couldn't pull away. Who were you going? Stop. You had to stay. <laughs> there was. I didn't have a choice. No, no, no. Um, I have to tell you, Lou. I was listening to you on. It must probably was your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, where was I listening to you? Let me think. Uh, um, I've been on a couple others though now. In the last I know, but I'm pretty, it had to have been yours. Um, but you were mentioning, you were talking about like when you first started out in sales for, for doing windows that you went into some designer's office and she was like all highfalutin and kind of chewed you up, spit you out. And yes. You, said you were 21. Yes. Yes. When did you start Window Works? Oh, tw like tw I started working there when I was 20. <laughs> wow. Oh my, I was shocked. Like I mean, right I, I, before my 21st birthday, like, like September, uh, I turned 21 in October. I started working there when I was 20. Oh my yeah. gosh. I think I was like, you know, moving hanger racks in, in a, some retail store at 20. I don't I know. So, you. Oh, at 20 you were. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. so surprised to hear you say, and then I thought, well, you know, I know how many years you've been in business. And so it made sense, but I was right. like, I couldn't even believe I was like, 
I was like, oh my gosh. I know. 20, I was like cringing for your 20 year old. But <laughs> it was crazy. And she was, she was wicked mean too. She really was. And you know what? The thing about that is, is, and, and um, I don't even, you're, you got me thinking which podcast, if it was my podcast or not. Oh, it was my podcast. It was um, the conversation with Amanda Evans just the yes. other day. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. Because we were talking about how it's a little intimidating and difficult to maybe walk into a builders association meeting you know, right. or any type of networking meeting, like what you guys teach your group all the time, you know, about how to just go in and do it. And, um, you know, my thing is, is like on my show, I often say how that's not my problem. I don't have a problem walking in the door. Right. But I thought, well, I've never told them how I did it when I was a little baby too. And right. it wasn't so easy to do, right. but I've always done it. And yeah. the, and I love the message that you guys give because, the message is to just do it because one time, two times, three times, and all of a sudden you're like, why did I let that bother me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so when like right off the bat, I got chewed up and spat out, it was like, well, the next one couldn't be half as bad as that. Let's call <laughs> another one. <laughs> That's what I love about your um, podcast is it always <laughs> takes me back to my, you know, I was out of banking and ba people think banking is service, but banking is sales. Right. And, you know, it was like, so unsexy to talk about credit cards and, and checking accounts, but you know, I did, I'd have to walk into doctor's office and restaurants and, you mm -hmm. know, talk to every, you, you sit, you have a brick and mortar. You're probably a sitting duck for merchant services and, you know, <laughs> and you know, everybody in our office loves when I'm there and they get me, they're like, uh Oh, <laughs> fresh meat, she's going to spit them out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I love hearing your sales talk, but yeah, um, I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I, I literally identified probably 20 interior designers that I thought we could, that I could just call on. Cause this was before email and all of that stuff. Yeah. And you, you, you went, I, I went to the yellow pages, went to interior designers, made <clears throat> the list of them. And she was probably, she was the first person that took an appointment with me, Wow! which was pretty interesting because she was so completely dismissive once I was there. So, and, and even my 20 year old self wanted to go, so what'd you take the appointment for? Right. Like, what did you, <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you it's had so no intention of taking this seriously, why did you take the appointment? You know, but even then I had some filters. So, yeah. um, you know, but like I have to say is that to me, the lesson in there is that, yeah, I, that was very difficult once she started and once she was, she was very patronizing, very condescending, um, very superior. And in the moment it was hard, but that's the, the message I like to share is because literally exactly after I walked out, I had a moment where I was like, whoa. And then I was like, the heck does she think she is? Right. And then the third thing was, was, well, you know what? I've got 19 more on the list and probably there isn't anybody as mean as her on this list. That, you know, so the, all the rest is going to be downhill. Right, right. Exactly. She, I know I'm getting this like devil wears Prada sort of vision <laughs> in my head as you talk about totally, this. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> So you take me, I'm 20, me, I'm never work, I've never worked for corporate, me, I'm like, who the heck do you think you are personality? And you put that mix in, it was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it so much. <laughs> well, that, it, that kind of makes me think about that cold calling video that you did the other day, Luann. Oh. Yes. That was 
fabulous because oh. it was, it touched on all the points. Like people don't want you to waste their time. They want you to get to the point. And as a business owner, when somebody calls you and says, Hey, I know you're busy. Just real quick. Here's my blah, 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 blah. Like right. I'm going to link to that video because it was such a good video. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was. No, I mean, that's the thing because I understand it from both sides. Look, mm -hmm. I love sales. I have spent a life reading about it, practicing it, analyzing it. It is, you know, as if, the, if there was Olympic games in sales, I would have been like, like, can I try out for the Olympic team? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, but at the same time, I'm also on the other end of that cold call. Like we just made the joke about the bankers that come, the kids that come walking in and want you mm -hmm. to take their credit card. Mm -hmm. You know, to me is a lot of times like in the beginning, the kids that work for me be like, you know, you love sales so much. I'm surprised you have so little patience for the cold callers that come in here. I said, I have no patience for the ones that don't do it right. Like <laughs> you don't know me. Don't like, Hey, how are you today? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I know you're coming in to cold call me. There's, you know, you, it, you can't hide that. Just go with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm busy. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? So it's a beautiful day, isn't it? And I'm already like, I, I want my yeah, baby done. You're all, like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of the lake. <laughs> you know, so the thing is, I have respect for the cold call, but do it well. Lead with, this is who I am. This is what I can do for you. Can I make an appointment to tell you more about it? Don't ask me how the weather is. Don't ask, tell me how sunny it is. I'm busy. <laughs> I love that. I know. I love me some blue. <laughs> but if you come in with a nice pitch, I I'm telling you what, I've looked at people and I've just like let them go. Like they get me the first sentence or two. I let them go when they're done. I'm like, that was well done. I don't need your services, but that was well done. Keep doing that. You're going to make sales with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. So Dix, you wanted to talk about um, the, how she got her start in the getting disability. And oh, no, I, <laughs> okay, so you had your, your, you had window works long time. Then you decided you want to do a podcast. So that's going to, that's, we talk about visibility a lot. That's going to change up, of course, the kind of visibility that you were doing. So can you walk us through like deciding that you were going to do that and then the steps that you needed to take to make sure that people knew about your podcast and. Okay. So, um, I, 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 started to do the, I did the podcast because I was a guest on the podcast. Okay. And I hung up the, the, the Skype call and I was like, Oh, sweet Jesus. Like I need me a I'm mic. In. I'm in. <laughs> I need this. I need this in my life. <laughs> I just had such a great time. And so, but the thing was, is that what I say all the time is, you know, window, like I, I window works has a very clear defined mission and as a person that is an owner of Window Works, I have a very clear defined role. You see, I'm a salesperson at Window Works. My responsibility is bringing in sales and closing sales. And so the thing about it is I knew enough to know that I knew myself personally. I could have just loved the idea of podcasting and came up with something to podcast about as a hobby and did it on Saturday afternoons 
you know, once every two weeks when the mood struck me and that would be it. But I know me. I'm, I would be bored in a minute and a half. It's like, oh, I'm just doing this for no reason at all. The hell with it. I'll do something else for no reason at all. Like mm-hmm. I don't need this th- to do. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had to tie it to um, our business. And it took me a month and a half to figure out. And I actually didn't know of the other podcasts in this industry at the time. I was an avid podcast listener, but I always listened to history podcasts and business podcasts. I had no, I'm not interested in tier design. I don't want to shatter anybody's like bubble here. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like the last thing I would ever Google in, a, in an iTunes search is interior design podcast, like prior for, for enjoyment. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I had no idea it existed. And, but so I was literally mulling, mulling, mulling. Where's, and I, I had to finally make lists, a list of all the things that I really love and all the things I'm really good at. Okay. And I made those two lists. And then a week later I came back and I, I added things to the list. And I'm talking about everything on the list. Like I'm good at, you know, riding a bike. I'm good at swimming laps. I'm good at talking to my friends about their children's problems. I'm good at talking to my friends about their problems with their husbands. I'm good at, um, you know, researching things. Like I like insane list. And then and I'm good at business. I'm good at sales. I love, you know, then on this love side, I love sales. I love business. I love figuring out things. And after a week or two weeks, I just kept looking at the two lists and I was like, I like to talk. I like to ask questions. I'm very curious. I love business. I know window treatments. I'm in a design field. And I was like, oh, okay there's something happening. And so then I realized that if I combine my skill sets, my zones of genius together, it also then could be a marketing arm for window works. And now I had my who, what, when, where, why. Mm -hmm. And then that was probably the beginning of September. And then I worked on a business plan And I did what it would cost me, all the prospective ways that I could monetize it, all the different um, ways it would bring revenue to window works. And by the end of October, I had the business plan uh, done. And then I sat the VIN man down. (laughs) Dude, we need a conversation. (laughs) And, um, you know, his first question was, wait, what's a podcast? You know, (laughs) so, um, but after that, and then, you know, so that was the end of October. And then I just set the launch date. Uh, for the beginning of 2016, and then off we went. So, but your thing was, how did it start? That's the answer to that. And then the second was, how did the visibility come? Mm -hmm. So um, from the beginning, I knew that I needed to launch with a newsletter. Like I, I wanted a newsletter. I wanted to, you know, I wasn't, I didn't, have in it to me it was not a hobby it was if it took a year to get off the ground or two years to get off the ground don't worry no 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 no. we had decided we were going to put x amount of dollars towards this mm-hmm. and there was going to be checks and balances along the way it was working it wasn't working and if it wasn't going to work it was going by the wayside and so um you know it became getting it on the newsletter it, it became getting all of the ducks in the row it became um you know talking about it. Like we say all the time to interior designers, hi, I'm Luanne Agar and I have a podcast. <laughs> you want to listen yeah. to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, hi, I'm Sally Smith. I have, I'm a designer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You got to tell people. <clears throat> 
So, oh my gosh, it's so every time I've heard how you've prepped for uh, your podcast, I, I cringe because <laughs> we didn't do that. <laughs> we so didn't do that. And I remember we, you know, we were having these Skype meetings and, you know, I, I had been on your podcast talking about my work jams and stuff like that. So in this mastermind that Dixie and I were in, and so Dixie and I kind of like did started doing our own thing and meeting online and having conversations. We were like, we should, we're on zoom already. Just turn it on. No big deal. And I remember you like messaging, like, you know, it's going to take, like, this is how long it takes me. And, you know, <laughs> and we're like, Luann, she, she's over-exaggerating. are overthinking it. it. <laughs> like, it's going to be so fun. And if it's not fun, we're not doing it. <laughs> Thank goodness it was fun because we would have quit. A long time. <laughs> yeah, well, and you guys are rocking it. You're killing it. It's great. But it's hilarious how just the different approaches to things. We had no idea. Um, well, the and visibility I'm not really that you a would podcast get. listener. Like I, uh, she doesn't even do. She's not really a podcast. I like, listen I, to certain ones, but in, for the most part, I don't listen to them. So for yeah. me, Rachel was like, we're going to, let's do this podcast. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm not technical though. So you're going to have to do all the things. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, I can figure out the tech. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. And you guys just jumped on and took off and well, and look, let's be serious. You are doing what is the number one thing of every business. The heart and soul of every business is to be true to yourself and be true to your core and present and give value and not expect anything in return and just give it all away. And that's what you do. And that's why everybody responds to it and everybody enjoys watching and listening to it. And, you know, plus it's fun. You guys have a great time. You know what I mean? We never thought though, that it was going to be a business. I like know. We, I don't even know. Be, you, you should have seen, you know how we're always talking about niching, niching, niching. We were like, uh -huh. we're going to talk to newbie designers and de decorating enthusiasts. Yes. And I mean, we, we just I remember like, that. had no clue. <laughs> I, I have to say, I actually remember that one of your first episodes, first couple of episodes yeah. when you said like, oh, this is going to be, if you're a designer, if you're a homeowner, you're yeah, this. Yeah. I was like, I'm looking at the camera going, yeah. no, no, it's me. And I thought, well, you know what? They didn't ask my opinion and they'll figure it out. And you did. You and know what I mean? Just like, you have just to. kept narrowing and narrowing. Yep. And then when we got to the one word, visibility, yep. then we became a brand. Then That's we right. had our visibility conference. Now we have our visibility, our membership group called the Little yep. Visibility Lab. And, you know, we have our, our, free group too. And it's just, yeah. it's so crazy when I would have never thought you could niche to a word. Right, right, right. No, but you know? the truth is that it's a really great word for this industry and mm -hmm. you are doing a tremendous service because, you know, we see, I see the conversations in the group. Mm -hmm. A lot of people struggle with mm -hmm. that first out the door, mm -hmm. that first out the gate, you know what I mean? And so, um, and, and I have complete compassion for it. And you give people the tools on how to do it and the encouragement to do it. It's just awesome. I just, I just admire what you're doing so much. And we have, thank you. We have, it's so crazy because we all have our things that are easy for us, right? Like you going into someone's office and selling to them or pitching somebody 
is easy for you. The in-person is not easy for me. Online is like not, a, it's like, it's almost like an extension going online, going live, you know, it's not, it's just so easy for me, which is why Dixie started coaching me on my, get it, you need to get back into your community. It was like, I built an online presence, but I'm, I was the biggest secret here in my local network. So I had to work backwards and Dixie yeah. helped me do that. That's nice. You know, where Dixie moved to a city where she knew nobody, grew her local. And then I was like, oh, she'd come back and say, hey, I was just moving furniture at this. I'm like, did you get a picture of that? Yeah. She, like, you know I what I mean? Like, that so, all she, the time. so we started coaching each other and then we realized, <laughs> oh, people are so, you, like you have a, you know, like it took you a while to get on video. You right. talked about it and talked yeah. about it. Podcast after podcast, you've, every guest I would listen to you like, oh yeah. And yes, I know vi videos the next thing. Yes. I talked to Mark. I have to do this. Yes. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> we even did that little th challenge. Was it like, oh, you're in a I half made it ago. 17 days. It was a 30 day challenge. I made it 17 days. I'm like, uncle, I am theirs. <laughs> yeah. Here's one. Now you're, <laughs> but you know, now it's like you, once you embraced it, I, you're, stuff is so valuable. Well, you know, thank you though. I, I appreciate that. I, the, for me, and I said this, it was never that I was uncomfortable being on camera, right. but I had a really hard time. I, what I have a really <laughs> hard time with is, is just coming on to talk. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like who the heck wants to hear you just talk? Yeah. Like I've, I got, I have this, in my mind, it's like, like the cold call. Okay. I'm going to give you two tips on cold calling. Okay. I'm going to give you two tips on this. I'm going to give you two. Like, it's just like, it's like my podcast, my podcast. It's like every guest I have an angle. We're not just, it's just not going to end up anywhere we want to go. I yeah. know exactly where we're going. Yeah. Now, does that mean if something comes up that's really interesting, will I not go down a rabbit hole? Of course I will. But short of that, I, I'm like, I've got my big three foot posted thing with my 10 questions, my background crap on them. You want to see it? <laughs> Can you see? Oh, wow. Oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. Like, you know, I, 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 what I am, I understand the casual, authentic get to know. I'm, I'm good with that. But I had this big thing in my head that you can't just be casual and, and authentic and funny, Luann. You have to teach something every time you show up on that screen. And so that's where I, you know what I mean, had a problem. And so and until I was really willing, and I kept saying to myself, the only way I'm going to do this is I have to map out a whole 30 days of topics. Mm -hmm. And until I do that, even a five-minute topic, until I do that, I know I can't do this. And then you guys did that other challenge. It totally took me by surprise. And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you have to do it. Cause you're this is a year and a half of you saying, I'm going to make a list of 30 days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know, but you know what? That's what I did on my first 30 days. I was literally yeah. almost doing a blog post yeah. per live stream. I was yeah. so I intimidated because Rachel would put together like these, these PDFs giveaways. And, and yes. Well, I you mean, started right from the beginning. So good with that uber yeah. prepared. Um, but now, you know, I, and I, the thing I will tell you as somebody who is, you know, I know we're friends, but I'm also a fan. I really do not, would not mind watching you just pop on, you know, and did you see the one the other day where they had just gone to an art gallery opening? 
They were, oh, me and Kim. In the car. Were you guys in the car? Like, I love those. I, love I remember that. that. I remember the first live you and Kim did at an event, like right when you started your podcast. You guys were just laughing. You couldn't. Oh, Design New Jersey. Uh, the ASID Design Excellence. Yeah, and I remember I felt like literally falling in love with you there, just like laughing with you, like I was right there with you. Oh. So I, you know, don't I think don't always like think that you have to teach because I think I. I, you know, you call it a no like trust. I call it a no love trust. Yeah. There's that like personal side that, you know, where you do want to feel like you're just hanging out with somebody, yeah. you know what I mean? And so that's what I um, so need to hear that. I appreciate your telling me that I, it is the one block that I do have. And I do acknowledge that you go, you two are expert at it and you have taught it to others. You've taught it to each other, the two different ways, like you said, that each of you had opposite struggles. And, and I have to say that is my biggest thing. It's like, well, and I also, I've said it on the show too. I wonder if it's somewhat generational. I mean, I literally missed all the reality TV. Like I missed it. Like, mm -hmm. and I shouldn't say that, like my mom loves Big Brother. So I didn't completely miss it, but I think when it came out, I had little kids. So yeah. it was my error of not really watching any TV. You remember when you have little kids, you don't watch a whole lot of TV at all. And of course we didn't have, you know, DVR and all that stuff. So if you didn't see it in real time, you didn't see it. And so I missed the whole reality TV thing. I, the only reality TV show I can ever watch is take one guess shark tank. I mean, I mean, <laughs> because it is the ultimate pitch every time. I'm just like, and I'm like, well, that was the dumbest thing to lead with. And that was a really good thing to lead with. What kind of comeback is that? You dummy. You know what I mean? So, and, and even at that, if I watch it five times a year, it's a lot. Right. So, so I just find it where I consistently struggle. Like I, I will push myself. Like today I did a stories because in my mind, I'm doing that for you as much for me. Hey, yeah. I'm going to be interviewed by Dixie. Yeah. That's what pushes me. Otherwise yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm driving in the car. Yeah. Nothing much to say. Like I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's exactly the reason why I like being an ambassador for my local chamber. I have a reason to go out and talk yes. to people and it's, it's something that helps them. Right. Helps other business owners. I'm, I'm not there to sell them anything. I'm just there, there to go, hey, can I help you in any way? Right. right Having a right. purpose makes everything so much easier. Yes. That's the in thing. Your, at least in your head. It's a mind game. That's how yeah. it my, my purpose can't just be I'm here to talk. It's like, what's my purpose? <laughs> what's my purpose? That's the question. <laughs> the big Why question. Am I on this planet? We went deep. We went deep. What <laughs> <laughs> is the meaning of life? I am just, oh my gosh. I have to tell you that I was on your website last night, your new Luann. I don't know how new it is. I, I'd never been on so, it. Uh, November 1st. Oh, okay. Oh, so I've been on it several times. Have you? Have, have you been stalking Luann? Oh my goodness. I'll tell you, Nicole Heimer at Curio Electro made that website. Um, um, I, I can't say enough about her for website development. It, she did all of the branding, all of the colors, the fonts, every, every single thing. I mean, and of course, you know, with back and forth meetings and so forth and everything like that, but I, I, I never, I, 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 it, there, she does like five hours of phone calls with you just to get who you are before she starts putting like pen to paper to create something. Whoa. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. Yep. Literally you just, she has these questions that she asks you about yourself and your business and you just answer it. And while you're answering, she's jotting down little things that stick out to her that like, are like your brand. Like what's your message? Do you know what I mean? And from there, then she comes up with different stuff. I, I'm, I am enthralled at how I've had websites built for us you know, mm-hmm. a few times in mm-hmm. these 35 mm-hmm. years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, un- unparalleled service, expertise, quality. I-, I can't recommend her highly enough. Really can't. Wow. It, does she do Sandra Funks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sandra's as so well. I thought I saw her on wine, like a wine and design. Yeah. Yeah. No, I learned of her through Sandra. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yep. Personal connections. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> So I was reading on there that you have a book launch. Is it next month? I don't know. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you that I did just send last night the third draft back. So I do think that now this final draft is just the, this final draft is literally just a double check of punctuation and typos. It is done. The, the rewrites are done. Um, and um, I did say to them, I said, I know you expected this a month ago, but I really want this out by the podcast anniversary, Feb- February 15th. I said, so oh. yeah. So I went from it going to be done in you know July to August to November to December and now February. <laughs> but um, I, you know, I have to say this too, because originally the book was supposed to come out last March when I was uh, keynoting at IWCE oh, and right. it was supposed to be available for book signing then. And um, it was, it was unrealistic, truthfully, in hindsight, yeah. my daughter was getting married in Cancun, like January uh, 15th and, you know, the holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas with window works. It's like an insane time of year. Mm-hmm. And it was an unrealistic expectation. Um, and then once the spring comes for window works, we get very busy. You know, we will, we can do as much in one quarter from April to July that we do in two other quarters combined. And so it's a little crazy pants at window works then. And so it kept getting delayed one reason for another, but the thing about it is, is, and I have my daughter and I, we have this saying that things always work out for us because the reality is, is that on one hand, you know, I've got Vinny here when is the book coming out? When is the book coming out? Like, what are you doing? You know, in a nice way, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And I've got me here for crying out loud. Get up and work on that book. What are you doing? I know we already did 14 hours today. What's one more two hour? You, you put right. me 15 hour day. It's 14 already, right? And, but the thing is the book ended up so much better for the delay. Mm. You know what I mean? And so when you talk about minimum viable product, like in that video where my things kept popping off, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Best video ever. <laughs> um, I know that if I had put it out and finished it on the first imposed deadline that I had for myself, you know, it would have been whatever, but it wouldn't have, I would have probably read it and went, please don't anybody look at this. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I know, and here's the funny thing about this now, you know, we all go live. You could do your, you teach people to go visible. And we all say, hey, you know, just be you, be genuine, 
share something of yourself, help somebody in a certain way, and it'll all be fine. Everybody will, the people who like you will like you, and the people that won't, you don't worry about it, right? But when you go live on Facebook, it's in the feed for an hour, hour and a half, it's gone. You know what I mean? Even my podcast, not for nothing, but the podcast doesn't feel, this is funny. I just realized this. I've never thought about this. Even the podcast doesn't feel as out there as the book does. And probably less people will ever see that book than hear the podcast. I mean, let's be serious about that too. It's not like, you know, I'm, you know, Dominic Dunn writing a book here, you know what I mean? And so the thing about it is, is that though, what's funny is with the podcast, I can have a bad day on the podcast. I can, you know, maybe ask one question too many, or I can, you know, whatever. And I can see the progression of getting better each month at, asking questions and listening and pulling information. And so even though one particular day on the podcast doesn't, I might listen to it and go, that's not my best work. Like, it's like, okay, there's another one the next day. But the book is sort of like, I know I'm going to get this finished book and go, oh my God, I should have this and I should change these four pages and I forgot that and I didn't. And it seems so like this is the final representation of what I think it is to run a small business. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So it's a little daunting, but I had to let go of it. Last night when I tell you I did the third draft in an hour and 20 minutes in front of a TV show, I was like, enough. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I like, I'm skimming this. It's fine. I'm changing this one word. I'm changing this paragraph. I can't because I'll have this thing for six more months. Yeah. 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 You know, so, so yeah. So hopefully it'll be a living, breathing thing in the world birthed by February, <laughs> but is, it is a final manuscript now. <laughs> I can't. That is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. It's basically the, uh, it's basically like a little, like how to start and run a business, you know, Oh. wrapped up in the stories of, of my stories of my life and the window works stories and stuff like that. That is so daunting. I mean, I don't know if you knew, but I have a book coming out next. I heard next about month. it. But it's a co-authored, so it was like a chapter. It's a marketing. So I did it with all um through Marianne Cherico and Mary oh, yes, one yes, of the yes, co-authors. Yes, yes. And yep. um so it was so much but I can I can't even imagine doing a whole book. Yeah. But it yeah. was like here, your things on video marketing, go for it. Well, you know, <laughs> you it's know? funny too. And it's funny too, because I had done a book like that too, about seven or eight years ago. It's called the Big, uh, Big Bold Business Women of New Jersey book, the top 100 oh, cool. business women in New Jersey, right? Yeah. And it was the same thing. It's a co, yeah. everybody gets a chapter. Yeah. And the thing is, I have to tell you that I have never been a hundred percent proud of what I did for that chapter. Yeah. And it was a funny thing because what I did was I actually described, I wanted a, a way to describe how if you're a solopreneur, how do you leverage other businesses to create work for your own pipeline? And for Window Works, that was very clear that I went out just like I did 20 years yep. ago and met interior designers. And if I've got, it's like if you had five builders that gave you design work, I have 25 designers that give me window treatment yep. work. And the thing is that I think from the time I was invited to do it until it was going to press, it was like, it was a short period of time, maybe like two months. And of course, to me, two months is like a minute and a half because uh -huh. it's so scheduled. Yeah. And so when I finally sat down to do it, 
I knew I wanted to do that concept, but I also needed to make it a generic concept so that anybody reading, I wasn't writing to Uh the design industry. And I couldn't place a name on what I wanted to call that, like what that person would be. And I didn't want to call it a virtual salesperson because this was also right in the beginning of the virtual being a buzzword. And I was like, Uh (laughs) you know, and, and so what happened was I literally stuck at, I kept sticking, I kept sticking at the, um, uh, the, um, outline of it and kept sticking at the first paragraph because I couldn't identify this thing. So finally I just had to put a placeholder and I called it a body double because I was just like, I have to get past this. And it was like, just a mechanism, like your body double this and develop a body double that. And, and I, and I never in a million years thought I was going to call it a body double. I mean, that's the dumbest name on the planet. Right. And so (laughs) I ended up sending that draft with the body devil, not realizing it because, you know, me, I get busy. I do one other thing. I sit down. I'm like, oh, I finished this. Why didn't I send it? And now I get the final proof back and they're like, okay, proof this. We're going, you know, you have until 24 hours to make any changes, blah, blah, blah. And I look at it, I'm like, holy crap, this is body double all over here. Like it takes a perfectly valid business concept and in my mind, totally cheapens it out by putting body double. And so I write the editor and I said to her, I said, you know, la la la, I didn't intend to use this word. I said, didn't you read this and think, you know, what is she crazy? She goes, I actually thought it was a really clever way to describe it. And this was a really pretty well-respected woman. She had a couple of books of her own that she'd written on business. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah. And the lesson here is don't ever ignore your own goddess voice. Because I was in a busy moment as usual. And I went, well, she's, you know, I respect her and she thinks it's good. I'll leave it. I have never really told anybody about that book because every single time I read it, I hate that I use body double. And there could be 5,000 people that think there's nothing wrong with it, but it, I ignored my voice. Yeah. I literally ignored my inner voice. And that is my big thing. Don't ignore your inner voice. Right. Oh, never yeah. read you wrong. And the thing is on a scale of one to 10, does this, does this matter a one? It matters a one, but it was also the overriding lesson on this. I was like, oh, see, sweetie, you're not one of a hundred authors here. This is all Luann yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I just, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, I mean, I've had a thousand people tell me, it's perfect, it's fine. And I'm just like, yeah, but you know what? It's like, it's like when you get dressed, Everybody can say you look pretty. If you don't feel great, it doesn't matter. It's not about everybody else. It's about you. It's about your voice. It's about how do you feel? You know what I mean? So. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the new book, I won't have that icky feeling. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have like a visibility hangover from like, you know, when it first like launches and you're like, oh, and then you'll start getting some feedback and you're like, okay, okay, good. (laughs) So are you going to be, do you see yourself um, doing like more speaking or? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I love to speak in front of groups. You're so good. I'm telling you what, that's my juice. I just did it for um, Long Island Interior Design Society with yeah. Nancy Ganscalfer. There was three of us, me, her, and the um, rep from uh, Robert, um, from Sherwin-Williams. I can picture her face. She was such a sweet kid. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. Um, but we each did a thing. And um, I, I, 
that's my spot. I love yeah. that spot right there. I love, I love talking to people in real life. Your speaking coach actually mentioned you on the podcast today on her, Carol. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I hear. I listened to her show, but I didn't listen this I was, week. I was like in the shower listening and she's talking because she's talking about like a roadmap to visibility, which is why I love her. I know. And um, she's talking about, I don't know, maybe like, I think it was the speaking section, obviously. And then she started, she, she referenced you. So isn't that, I have to yeah. listen. Oh yeah. yeah, that was good. That was funny. And that's another thing that I love to bring up because like when I went to hire Carol, it was more money than I expected it to be. It was a lot of money. Right. right. And when I told Vin, you know, that I hired Carol, he like looked at me and he's like, you need to hire a speaking coach. Like you're kidding me. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like Lou, you get up in front of people for years. Like you, I cannot believe you need to hire a speaking coach, especially for that kind of money. You know what I mean? And I said to him, I said, no, no, no. You see, sweetie, this isn't about me getting up on stage. This isn't about right. me, you know, being nervous. This is about taking the 35 years of information I have and pulling it into a single cohesive killer presentation. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I said, and that's what this money is for. And Carol did the same thing. I have to tell you, you know, like there, it's a six session thing to develop a keynote speech with her. And the first three sessions, she's just asking you questions. What did you think about this when you grew up? What did you think about that when you grew up? How did your mother this? What did your father that? What do you think about business? What do you think about blah, 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 blah. And then there's an outline of all the key things. And then you write the speech. You write every single word. She doesn't write one word. Um, and, and so for me, I said when I was on the debrief on her podcast, the, the great value of it was that I don't have a, I don't have a hard time walking onto a stage. It does not bother me one bit. I love it. I enjoy it. It's exciting, but I have a hard time only if I don't feel prepared. Yeah. You see, if I think just like with Facebook, if I don't think I'm going to give you something, if I don't think that there is any reason for you to watch me, then I'm going to have a hard time doing it. So I knew by going through this process with somebody like Carol that I completely deeply respected her body of work, I knew the speech was good. It was okayed by her. Whereas I could have written, I never would have written the same right. speech. Let's right. be serious. But let's just pretend I did. If I had written the exact same speech, every word exactly where it was, I still would have walked onto that stage with that little ick feeling yeah. in my stomach going, is this going to be good? Without Not because I was afraid to be there, but yeah. because I wasn't, wouldn't, wasn't, wouldn't have known until the clapping that it was good. Right. And right. that's me. That's my whole thing. I yeah. want to be prepared. I want to be ready. I want to make sure that if you show up to something that I do, whether it's a Facebook live, a podcast or a speech that you think that was worth my time mm -hmm. because that's the only way I can get myself happy and it. willing to do it. You know what I mean? And so I, if they had not clapped, I don't know what I would have done. It probably, I, I probably, I don't know what I, cause it, I knew it was like, yeah. I had the stamp of approval. It was like, yeah. I probably would have been like, what's going on? <laughs> You've been like. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll not just listen to everything I just said. <laughs> 
I just dropped some serious wisdom here. Hello. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny. You know what I mean? But so I, what I, I always say that is, is that no matter what you're doing, it's like the people that are in your, your group and the people that pay you to help them with their visibility, you know, don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel like, you know, you're 50 something years old. You should, you've been on stages since you were 14 years old. You should get on a stage. You shouldn't ask and pay for help. No, there's always somebody else that knows something better than you. And if you want to get there, look, I could have taken six months and done that speech 20 times at chamber of commerces and PTAs and see if it worked. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have that time. I was invited the first time ever to speak was a keynote. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, not like the side thing after lunch at like 4.30, everybody's leaving the keynote. Right. Breakout. Like, Big game. All right. Let's go. You know what I mean? Oh, my and gosh. So, and, I, and that's what I just said. I said, no, no, no. I don't have time. So if you're in business and you're struggling in business and you've got time and you don't, you don't need to pay bills based on your business, well, then figure it out. You're a smart person. You'll get there. Yeah. But if you don't have time, pay for a coach. Get a coach. Get there yep. now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So I, I have to say you talking about not being prepared and that's actually why I do the Monday morning coffee talk in the design and style club. I sit there for a half hour. Part of it is just making myself do it regularly, yeah, yeah. but I'll sit there and just chat with whoever shows up right? for a half hour because that is extremely uncomfortable for me. And it's just, I, I, I decided I was, I didn't want to. Be uncomfortable with it. it you You've gotten so good at it, though. Oh my you gosh. really are. And I can't do it. I can't sit there with a quiet and a squeaky chair waiting for comments. I don't have a squeaky chair like, anymore. Know, Rachel, maybe get rid of it. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, she has come such a such a long way in her on her online visibility. I know. It makes me I so know. proud. <laughs> you both, you both. Oh my God. What you've created is remarkable. I mean, I, I really, I'm an absolute awe of what you both have created and you're so good at it and you're so giving and it's so valuable what you're doing. It really is. Same friend, same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we are looking I, you have a um, area on your website for where you're going to be doing live events. I saw that, right? So mm -hmm. everyone just head over to luannigara.com to figure out how to stop. Yeah, you. I'm going back to Tampa Mar with the IWCE this year. So I'm going to be, that's March 27 and 28 in Tampa. And I'm going to be doing a two and a half hour super session. Wow. On um, super, uh, super session on um, how to master the art of the high ticket sale. Ooh. So, yeah. So, cause it's different, you know, it's yeah. different. That luxury consumer is different. Yeah. You have to talk to them different. You have, yeah. you know, Veronica mm -hmm. did something the other day that touches on that. You know, did you see yeah. her thing? How the, the, the shop owner kept telling her how expensive it was, how expensive it was. And it was $65. Yes. She's yeah. like, lady, mm -hmm. I know. I'm just like, Oh my God, people like that. Kill me. It's like, stop. It's so hard. Yeah. I, yeah. I was in private banking and I big difference from, you know, just the little neighborhood retail bank to going into, you know, high net worth individuals yeah. and businesses. Big difference. Thank God I did that because those, it's easier to say, yeah, this is the price. That's right. That's right. And you know. so, um, so that's that seminar. And then I'm going to do a co-seminar with Madeline McRae, who is a big, um, also big, uh, business coach on sales and things like that. And we're going to do set goals for tw how to set goals for 2018 and achieve them. 
So, Ooh. and then you also have the mastermind. Yeah. With Nancy. I can never right. say her last name, by the uh, way. Gans Kaufer, right? Gans Kaufer. So, okay. Gans Kaufer. I actually, it's probably like <laughs> Nagara Nagara. Everybody, we right. all say it in different ways. Yeah. So what we're doing with Nancy, what I'm doing with Nancy is six weeks to success. And that is really, um, I, I refuse to use the word boot camp in the marketing of it, but it really is like a boot camp. Right. Like, <clears throat> we do six, we do five things every single year, every January at Window Works. And we, um, we reevaluate every expense we have or every operational expense. We reevaluate and we come up with what our cost to be open number is. Right. We, um, evaluate every employee. We evaluate ourselves. We reset our goals for each of our employees and ourselves. Um, we evaluate our marketing. You know, we spend, we used to spend about $140,000 a year in marketing at Window Works. And now because of the internet, we're down to about 90,000, but that's still $90,000 bills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we look at it. Where did it go? What did it do? Did it perform? And then we sit down and we map out where are those $90,000 bills going the next year? And is it going to be more? Is it going to be less? And then, um, and so what happened was when Nancy and I were talking about it, we turned out that, that she does these same very things. And I was like, well, of course you do because you're a smart business person. This is awesome. And so, and then we added into it, um, I love her business in words. That is the most amazing thing. And so we added that and a couple of other things. And we literally, it's going to be six weeks. So the first course that we did, Money Mindset and Sales, was 10 weeks. And we had a through line of where we were going to go. And we had a through line of the arching topics that we wanted to express and teach in that course. But there was homework almost every week. And what would happen is based on the homework where people would say, oh, that was hard for me. This is where I struggle. We would tweak each week's lesson to speak to what the majority of the participants mm -hmm. were sharing in common. That's so cool. Yeah. So it was really, really good. I mean, we got such beautiful testimonials on how productive and how much people enjoyed that. So this isn't that though. This is whether you, if you're in business one year or 10 years or 20, if you don't feel like you have the ship steering right because these base things aren't taken care of and you don't know how to take care of them, that's the six weeks. So come in and do that. And then um, I'm also going to launch masterminds. So for five figure earners and six figure earners. So you're in the, the same group with each Perfect. other. And then that will be a group of eight designers, you know, hot seat, you win for the week, your struggle, help everybody and, you know, work it That's out. That's so awesome. Because it does take like one mindset to just get going. And then it takes another to go from, you know, I don't know, consult, consulting to five figures and then from five years to six, you know. Right. Totally right, different. right. There's different struggles along the way. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, when you're together with only eight people, you need to be at your same level in uh -huh. order for it to be valuable. Yeah. You could yeah. be at, you know, a sofa at the, you know, Marriott Marquis in, you know, Atlanta for six hours with all different levels uh -huh. <laughs> right. and get a whole lot of value. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but, you know, if you're going to pay for a mastermind, you don't want to sit there and think, well, you know, I have people in my pipeline. I'm going to make, you know, this much this year. That's not my problem. And at the same token, if you are really sitting there with nobody in your pipeline and you only made $20,000 or $10,000 or whatever it is your whole last 2017, you don't need that, that thing up here. Like, how do I hire somebody? It's like, no, you need to get some money in the door. Yeah. So the troubles are different. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. That is, that's valuable. 
So hopefully it'll be good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's so much fun. I, I, I've, I would love to be a fly on the wall while you and Nancy are like put, putting this thing together. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you know, what's funny is we had one of the testimonials that we had because um, with the money mindset and sales, we also gave a free one-on-one hour coaching with each of us. Okay. And one of the testimonials, the woman said, I really expected Nancy to be harder on me and Luann to be softer. And instead, Nancy was really helpful and helping me understand that it's completely okay to be a solopreneur. It's completely okay to never aspire to be more than that. And now I feel happy and settled for the first time in forever of being a solopreneur. And she said, on the other hand, you know, Luann like, <laughs> looked at me and was like, you Are know, you crazy? <laughs> I don't get your website. Like you got to change this. You got to change that. You got to, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, but you know, I think as I, I, I literally, I literally asked her before we started after, you know, I said, I said, I have some observations that I'm happy to share with you. I said, but if this isn't an honest interaction, it's not going to be as helpful for you. I said, but I don't know you. And maybe you're not really prepared for an honest interaction. And I respect that. So if you really want kid gloves and that's what you need now, I can give you kid gloves. I'm happy to do it. And she was like, no, I want you to be honest. I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uppercut. (laughs) So, I mean, and of course, it's always respectful. No, because of course. Really of yeah, course. no, I know you know. But, yeah. I, you know, it's just, I, I mean, I recognize that. Sometimes you come to coaching because, you know, you're not really ready for the eyeball. You need it after two or three weeks. And so when you only have one hour with somebody, I like really... You know, it's sort of like, I always relate everything to exercise or, or dating, right? It's sort of like when you're on that first date. It's like, can I kiss you? You know, you can't assume it. Don't assume it, right? So I was like, can I be honest with you? Like, do you want me to be? Because you, there was enough things that I could give you value in an hour that I didn't need to, to cut the knees off if you really weren't in a place to receive that, you might not. We all, you know, I look at my, my husband sometimes I'm like, I'm not ready for that now. Please, please don't share that with me now. No. Yep. No. no. Right. <laughs> you, know, you, you say, I don't, I'm not ready for a kiss, Vin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so much fun having you, Luann. You You're are, blessing. you are such a blessing to the industry. You really are. We, you're such an influence. I don't think that, I think you were my, one of my first podcast interviews. So, you know, you really paved the way for Dixie and I, and, um, you set an awesome example for us. And I'm so happy for all of you guys that are doing it now. I think it's so amazing. If it brings you joy, you should do it. If you want to, you know, start a podcast on design, there's more, more the merrier, you know what I mean? Like we, you know, we all have our different thing. It's, you know, there's, there's how many interior designers in the, in the this town or the city you live in? You're not right for everybody. It doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. there could be 10 interior design podcasts. Some are going to like me. Some are going to like you. Some are going to like us both. Yay. High five. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks again for, we know you're one busy woman and this is not your usual podcasting day. So no, it's not my batching podcast day. I know. I know. So we appreciate you and, um, Thanks again, Luke. Thank you guys so much. I can't wait till I'm with you both in person again. Thank you. I do. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast was made possible in part through the support of our preferred partners, like the Design Network. 
The Design Network offers one of the most powerful to-the-trade e-commerce programs in the furniture industry, combining the top brands in furniture, the best prices, and unparalleled logistics all in one place. Go to www.thedesignnetwork.com to join the Design Network's Trade Direct program, create your designer profile, connect with new clients, and start shopping today.